to day 278 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with Matthew Kresge and David Dean Keefe as uh, we complete uh, the Gospel of Matthew today. And of course, uh, it ends on a beautiful note, not only the resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ, but his commission to his disciples and promise to be with them to the very end of the age as they follow him and reaching out uh, to the rest of the world. So we begin with Matthew 28, but before we do, uh, we always pause and realize that we've come uh, to a holy moment in God's Word where we ask Him to do what only He can do through the Word that is breathed out by the Spirit and is illuminated in our hearts by the Spirit and used by the Spirit to transform us into the image of the living Christ. So before we read, Matt, do you mind uh, lifting us up with a word yeah, of prayer? Let's pray. Father, we do ask that you would um, show yourself to us through your word, that you would open our eyes and our hearts that we may behold wonderful things from your word. Uh, Father, give us a deeper affection for you. Um, use this time to encourage us, convict us, comfort us, uh, to do as you see fit in us. Uh, Father, we thank you for the means by which we are able to, to read together, to reflect together, meditate together. Um, God, would our uh, meditations and our reflections at this time be pleasing to you. Be with us. Fill us with wisdom. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Matthew 28. After the Sabbath had dawned on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell the disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. While the women, while the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. When the chief priest had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, You were to say, His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were sleeping. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we have the resurrection, and of course we have you know, here. Uh, in Matthew, only two resurrection appearances, appearance to the women as they're returning you know, to deliver Jesus' method, uh, the message of the angel uh, you know, to the disciples. And then we have you know, the appearance of Jesus on the mount. Uh, in Galilee, where he commissions his disciple to take the gospel into all the world. So we look through, you know, all of the biblical accounts. There, 
you know, or some, you know, 12, maybe, you know, maybe as many as 15 different resurrection appearances. All of the biblical authors are, you know, selective in the ones they choose because they're, you know, trying to give us, you know, a portrait, uh, you know, of, of, of Christ uh, and the characteristics, you know, that, the, that their gospel is emphasizing. So you have Luke emphasizing him teaching them through Scripture, you know, everything that it says from him. You have Matthew emphasizing our call to be on mission, you know, with Christ. And so he singles in on that one moment that the cross and the resurrection, the life of Jesus, the cross and the resurrection are about the fulfillment of God's kingdom of extending his glory throughout the earth, which will be done, you know, through us as his disciples, as we make other disciples who are fully obedient, you know, to Christ. And so that is the heart of, you know, what he gives us in this passage. So it is a a fun passage and a deeply challenging passage. Mm-hmm. Of course, Matthew wants us to end the gospel by carrying the gospel forward. Yeah. Yeah. End his gospel by challenging us to carry the gospel forward. <laughs> Let me be a little more precise. There you go. Yeah, I appreciate the emphasis yeah, on, on Revelation. You know, that you have the, the angel shows up and you know, says that uh, he's risen just as he said he would. You know, and then he says, go and tell. You know, go to the disciples, go and tell. The women go and they tell. And Jesus says, now therefore you go you know, and you tell, teach everything that I've commanded you. You know, th- this revelation that we've received isn't, isn't just something to be studied and stored up or, you know, it's, well, it's our good to think about this thing, but nothing else. I mean, this revelation is meant to, to transform us and to transform the world. You know, so I, I, I just love the emphasis on on this that you know, the angel shows up and says he did just exactly what he said he would. Yeah. He's risen. You know, now go tell, go tell, go tell. And as much as um, you know, as much as the disciples heard this, none of them were expecting it. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. you see just you know just the opposite of, of of that. You see a dejected group of men, you know, in the other gospel accounts that uh, uh, really are having a hard time, you know, sorting out what has you know just happened. And you have this as good news. And of course, you have you have the underlying you know subtext of. You know, a, a fear. Obviously, the very appearance, you know, of the angel is so incredible. You know, and clothes, you know, as white as snow. The appearance, you know, of of lightning, uh, and then earthquake. You know, kind of shaking when he comes up, and he just kind of moves back this you know big stone and sits on it. You know, it's just kind of a you know nice you know nice image of you know that's just really not a big deal. And, and you have the guards, you know, fearing like dead men, but you have the reassurance of the angel and of the living Christ that there is no reason to be afraid. Yeah. Do not be afraid. Uh, because the very uh, the very thing that you've just witnessed, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, conquers all, all fear uh, and ensures, you know, our hope. Certainly, you know, there are things that can happen to us and things that will happen to us, but nothing that will ultimately separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus and keep us from experiencing mm-hmm. our ultimate blessing in Him. Yeah, no, the, uh, the scribes and the Pharisees try to make it as secure as they can with their power, obviously the power of God. He's like, well, we can take care of that real quick. Uh, angel shows up. These battle-hardened guards are terrified. But then there's a real power of God is now there's the risen Christ, um, which is so cool. And we know he's risen, even though the women, when they run into him in verse nine, they they clasp his feet, right? You know, they they hold on to him, they they touch him. This isn't just this maybe hallucination as as people may think, but this is the real Jesus resurrected. And I love the little glimpses that Matthew gives us of that. Yeah. 
and you have you know the early you know report of the the guards that uh, they came while we were sleeping and they stole his body mm-hmm. and, and of course there's a little question to be asked there you know if you were uh, if you were asleep and that happened, how do you know they stole the body? Uh, you know, how do you know what really happened to the body if you were in such you know such a sound sleep? And how could you possibly be in such a sound sleep? You know when they roll back you know roll back the song. And of course this is this has been you know through the ages one of the apologetics against the cross. You know that the disciples uh, stole the body and then uh, propagated a false gospel, but. Mm-hmm. It, incredibly hard to imagine the transformation that takes place in their life and their willingness to declare Christ's resurrection even even to the death if they they knew it was a farce you know from mm-hmm. beginning you know from beginning to end I appreciate it too Matthew's the way he he doesn't just like you know kind of whitewash everything or make it seem like everything was just totally fine after this mm-hmm. moment you know that jesus is resurrected the disciples are dejected we know that i mean they had just abandoned him and he shows up and he says greetings you know other gospel writers would say you know, jesus's first words to them are you know peace to you mm-hmm. you know but here even when jesus shows up and the women <laughs> fall down and worship him not all the disciples do verse 17 when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted you know they're still trying to reconcile mm-hmm. what in the world just happened it wasn't like Oh yeah, three days three days ago we saw you die, but now you're back. Oh, here we go, finally. You know this 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 would have, I mean, this for them was not just life, you know, shattering. This is they're trying to figure out what is happening. Uh, in that moment, you know, as he's uh, he's he's relying, and, and of course we also know that this you know by the other gospels this is not you know the first resurrection yeah. appearance you know to the disciples, and so they've been processing it, but there's there's still a mixture of faith and doubt. And obviously, that that'll be part of our experiences yeah. as well. And uh, you know, one of the most beautiful prayers of the prayer, you know, of the uh, you know the, of the Father when asking Jesus, you know, to heal his child. You know, Lord, I do believe. Help help me with with my unbelief. And of course, that's something the disciples would need, and something that you know that we we will need, you know, every day every day of our lives. So we we have we have faith and. Faith ourself is a gift of God, but we carry with it some doubt, and we need to further seek Him to strengthen our faith. Mm-hmm. You have to love the Great Commission too. I mean, a little bit. You know, yeah, I would think, you, I think you would. I, I love how it starts. Yeah, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, and then at the end, yeah, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. I, I think sometimes we. We place the emphasis on the the middle, you know, the go therefore, without mentioning or even, you know, including this idea that we go in the authority, you know, or under the authority of the one who has all things given to him and with his very presence. You know, this isn't a, now that you're a Christian, you should go and make disciples, you know, because that's what you're, it's no therefore, you know, Jesus, all authority has been given to him. He is with us to the very end of the age. And therefore we go and make disciples, you know, as we're going. And of course, we can't you know, forget you know where this starts. You know, in Matthew chapter four, uh, whenever you know the enemy or the tempter you know comes to Jesus and said, "If I will give you all the kingdoms of the earth if you bow down to yeah. me," and then you come you know to this passage where he's not only given everything on earth but everything in heaven, mm-hmm. and, and of course he's come about it not you know the enemy's way, but he's come about it. The Father's way through obedience, and through obedience, you know, the point of death on cross, and therefore, you know, as Paul would say, God has highly exalted Him and given Him the name above every name, and He is, you know, the one who is uh, ruler of heavens 
and, and earth. And, and so also, he is the one who is the rightful ruler in our hearts and our lives. And his call is uh, a call, you know, to uh, to extend the kingdom of God, which was, you know, which was the purpose from Genesis on, that uh, the glory of God would be extended through um, his people, you know, to the ends of the earth. And, of course, the vision that you have in the prophets of it, glory of the Lord filling, you know, the earth as the uh, oceans cover this, you know, the Help me there, Matthew. I just lost my quote. <laughs> As the waters cover, cover the sea, this, yes, yeah. Yeah. face of the earth. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, uh, you know, comes, um, and and this is the way. You know, this is the way the kingdom is extended through, mm-hmm. through us taking the gospel and building the gospel into each other and into the mm-hmm. lives of all around us. And of course, if you, you have any, you know, any question, of, you know, what a disciple it is, somebody is fully obedient to Christ, teaching them to observe everything you know, that I've commanded you. And there's this promise, I'll be with you as you take the gospel, I'll be with you as the gospel is formed in you, uh, and I'll be with you as you suffer some of the same rejection and uh, trials and tribulations, you know, that I myself have suffered. Mm-hmm. And how unfortunate that we so often get so sidetracked from the Great Commission here, obviously realizing who, who Jesus truly is, um, when given all authority, the one who will be with us always, but also the call to make disciples to all nations, baptizing and teaching people to obey. We can do so much Christian activity that really has nothing to do with that. Um, so I love every time I get to encounter this pa- these passages again and again to be reminded of the call that Christ has given us, which is laid out very clearly here in the Great Commission. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Nice uh, Trinitarian formula. Everything we do comes from the Father, through the Son, mm. by the Holy Spirit, including our engagement in this mission. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for the gift of your Son, the one sent from the Father, uh, whose life, death, and resurrection is applied to us in the person of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the promise of your presence, and we thank you for the comfort in your authority. Uh, may we live as those who are, are fully obedient to you, observing everything that you've commanded us. And, and we thank you that we're not left to do this on our own, but are given the gift of your righteousness, the gift of your spirit, and that you empower and enable us to do everything you've called us to, from both sharing the gospel with others to living the gospel ourselves. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.